Hi there, this is Mariti Russell. Welcome to the Inner Self audio version of Understanding the Challenges of Our Life's Journey, written and read by Lawrence Duchin. Most of us had an idea where we thought this journey of life was taking us, and this has likely been at least partially uprooted by the coronavirus crisis, probably significantly. The word, quote, thought is italicized because I want to emphasize that we actually didn't know where life was taking us. We only thought we knew. An uncertain future has revealed the falsity of believing we were on a certain track, and some are handling this fear of the unknown better than others. There are gifts inherent in every crisis. Everything in life can and, and is meant to be used for a higher understanding. A large gift of the coronavirus crisis is to help us realize that we have an addiction to and a belief in what is false. Sometimes people with an addiction voluntarily go to treatment, but often an intervention is required by loved ones. Because we are collectively in this together, God and the universe are forcing an intervention because we are headed off a cliff. How we have been treating each other, our spirits, and the planet isn't sustainable. We need a radical course alteration. We have come to this point as a result of the combination of our individual choices along with our giving our power away to others who have made choices, many of which we are not aware of, that are not in the best interest of everyone as one humanity. With the coronavirus crisis and likely with additional things that will be revealed, God is opening the curtain to show us what these choices have created. This is not God's retribution or some kind of punishment since God is love. We are just being shown how out of balance we have been and how we have strayed from what we have asked for individually and collectively at a spirit level, which is to evolve, learn, and remember and help others do the same. In so many ways, we have been lost in an illusion of what we thought was worthwhile and essential. Can each of us now be the frog waking up and jumping out of the pot before we are collectively boiled alive? Once we fully understand the consequences of the choices we have made and the choices that have been made for us without our consent, we have the opportunity to choose a different path that leads to a different outcome. Will we continue to choose fear and to give our power away? Will we continue to choose technology as our master and live in a virtual, sterile AI world that is soulless and devoid of everything that brings us joy as divine beings operating in an incredible natural world? Is the loss of our humanness and our freedom the price for giving the appearance of suppression of our fear? For it would only be an appearance as the fear would still be there, but just held down. Or will we choose a reality where we take a deep dive into what's causing our fear and choose a different way? Will we look at what's behind the curtain? Choosing a non-fear-based reality doesn't mean that with a situation like the coronavirus, we don't take precautions and prepare where needed. But it means we take a much broader perspective and envision a different way while we are dealing with the reality of the current situation. In God, all things are possible and we only need to ask for and envision it. There are so many solutions and potential outcomes we haven't even imagined yet because we are not open to seeing them, as fear prevents that.
What is the virus teaching us and showing us? And how can we come out of this with more unity and love-based understanding and practices versus more separation? For a belief in separation has led us to the cliff. As the curtain is open, we may experience a wide range of emotions, especially fear and anger. Discernment instead of judgment will be critical. Judgment condemns both the action and the person or authority committing that action. Discernment condemns only the action. We stay open-hearted, which gives us a non-fear-based perspective to know the right decisions to take in response to that action. Staying open-hearted and in love and compassion is also important for several other reasons. Albert Einstein helped us understand, quote, No problem can be solved from the level of consciousness that created it, end quote. Our world can't be healed using the means of the world. Only by raising our perspective to one of unity and love can solutions present themselves. Second, just as we do with our individual fear when it arises in us, we need to embrace and send healing energy to the whole body of God, especially authorities and individuals who are making choices that aren't best for the whole. Jesus made it very clear. He communicated many teachings through parables, but these were steps on the ladder to a higher truth, which he stated unequivocally, quote, love our neighbor as ourself, love our enemies and love God with all of our heart, mind and soul, End quote. We are one body of God, one family. If we hate a part of that body, we are hating ourselves. Similar to the fear that arises in us individually and is our teacher, what are these other parts of God, which are taking actions not in the best interest of the whole, trying to teach us? When we stay in love and compassion, we will understand a great deal and take a large leap in our personal evolution. Individually and collectively, we will create the kingdom of God that Jesus said is within us and we can have right now. We will also discover the gifts that we have been given and that we are meant to use in service to the world. Envision yourself as a clear vessel through which God works to bless others. Similar to the caterpillar in the cocoon or a forest which is decomposing, the next few years are a time of great change and may be messy. This is how transformation happens. We may not feel as if we have any footing or there is anything familiar to which we can turn. Maybe we can control some things and maybe we can figure some things out. Maybe not. Be comfortable with a flexible belief system, for this is how we can flow with the fear and navigate the waters going forward. The ego mind always needs some kind of answer, but sometimes accepting we don't have the answer is the answer. This will place us in a beautiful and peace-filled state of non-judgment of ourselves and others. And always come back to this when fear rises up within you. Life goes on. Even when the world appears to be breaking down around you and everything you have known as real is being challenged, the sun still rises and sets every day. The birds still sing, the tides still come in and out, and every moment we take a breath. As I write this, the daffodils are coming up like they do every spring. They are beautiful reminders to me of the cycles of life and renewal. Our dogs are staying close to me, expecting their daily walk. They don't know that the world appears to be crashing. They just want to be fed, walked, and to give and receive love. Pretty nice and simple, as in how God created it. This is what I deem as essential. 
We can take comfort in these things because they are eternal and real. They remind us of what is eternal and real within ourselves. Many blessings and much love to you during these life-changing times. This article was read by Lawrence Duchin and excerpted from his book, A Book on Fear, Feeling Safe in a Challenging World. We hope that you have enjoyed this article. For over 30 years, we at Inner Self have sought to encourage new attitudes and new possibilities. For more inspiration, visit us at InnerSelf.com. Thank you.